Bitcoin and crypto seem to be finding their legs back again after a brutal downturn. Is this the beginning of the bull market or just another bull trap? We don't know. But we do know that Bitcoin and crypto are global revolutions, and we've got news from around the world today to discuss this phenomenon. And to do so, we're going to bring in our international correspondents to bring all kinds of flavor to the show. That's lols for those of you who have a sense of humor and to those who don't. Welcome to our cultural appropriation bonanza, Bad News, episode number 626 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, where we do what we want, and we encourage you to do what you want, and thank you for choosing to listen to this episode today. I'm Joel Kamm. I am Sir Lord Travis Wright, master of all the realms. All the realms? All of them. You're not yeah. master of my realm. Well, you don't know that. All the realms, less Joel's. <laughs> <laughs> Minus. Is this a complex mathematical formula? I that one from my list of realms. It's a happy day in the crypto space because things are looking good. We've got news for you, and we do have our international correspondence standing by. So if we're ready, I'm ready. You're ready? I, I am ready. I checked with the legion of uh, correspondents. Apparently, most of them are ready as well. A couple of them will probably want to offend you. All right. Here we go. This is Yuri. Yuri Baryshnikov, not related at all to the other, the, the dancer guy. And uh, welcome, Vlad. Yuri Baryshnikov, that is the guy who talked about how uh, the the world is slowly being uh, uh, becoming socialist. Vlad, Vlad, you're not you're not related to Vlad Impaler, are you? I am. I am not. What, why we talk like this when we're going to Coin Gecko? Because we, we go to Coin Gecko because uh, Russia. They're saving people fifteen percent on their cryptos. Because Putin says uh, Bitcoin bad. No, no Bitcoin is currency. So we do as Russian today. And looking at Coin Market Cap on CoinGecko.com, total market cap today one point one trillion. $1.171 trillion, actually. Bitcoin, 24519 right now. Ethereum, 1723 BNB, 296 XRP, $0.40. Cents. Cardano, $0.54. Cents. Solana, $46. Number 10 slot is Polkadot at 863 Been a very green week. What, uh, what are the biggest winners this week, Trev? You know, there are some really big ones. The biggest of them all is this uh, little coin called Ethereum Classic, up 59%. Wow. It's uh, Lido, which is, I guess it's like short for your libido. Uh, LDO, 58% also. Filecoin, 57%. Bitcoin Gold, remember that? Yeah. It's up 50%. BitDAO, up 38%. The Graph, the Graph, 14 cents. Now, the Graph, it, it used to be a lot higher than that. It is not now. And also... One of our favorites, Internet Computer, we've been working with. They're up 34% this week. Celsius, up 33%. How? Why? I'm not sure how, but what's crazy about this, if you look at the last 90 days of Celsius, take a look at it as it's loading on the page ever so slowly. We can see here that uh, it got down pretty cheap. 
it got down pretty low. And I can't tell you how low because my my thing's not showing. It's literally not loading. It's, uh, CoinGecko's like, I don't know why either. So screw you guys. Yeah, because they're going out of business. It, it, you can't, like, if you have Celsius tokens in the app, you can't get them out. They're locked up. And there's no telling when you're going to be able to get any of your crypto out of Celsius. Yeah. They got down about 18 cents uh, at its all-time low there, at least this year. Not the all-time low, but the low here this week. And actually, what's crazy in this, this last 90, nine, uh, 90 days, the volume on it, blah, 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 boom, people selling it, trying to get out of it. But there's there's some people who did what I I attempted to do with Terra Luna, because Terra Luna got down to this microscopic, like 0. 0.0000, and then I bought some, and then it went up to like 0. 0.0 something. Like, it was like crazy. So you could have actually, if you played the trading right on Terra, you could have made some coin. But actually, people could have done this, too, because Celsius got down to 18 cents and then it went all the way back to a dollar fifty. It was so crazy. And now here it is. It's sitting at like a dollar, fifteen dollar, twenty, something like that. So now, explain this to me, Travis. One of the biggest losers for the week is Ecomi. Omi is back down to point zero zero one seven cents. Yeah, I mean, that's like really close to when we found it initially. No, it's not. No, we found it at point zero 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 four. Okay, so we so found this, it lower. This but is that... down ninety percent from its all time high. Look at the market cap is at five hundred million. Whenever they finally put a market cap up on it, it was two point four billion dollars. Wow! And I, remember, I saw the high and I said, "There is no way this is worth two point four billion dollars right now." And I think they're having a max exodus because um, the app has allowed people to convert their gems to dollars and then withdraw their dollars right and so people are withdrawing they're not buying right now and so but but when people are withdrawing it also burns uh their tokens so right they and have less tokens overall and they're still launching cool shit right every every week there's new stuff coming out from marvel and or dc or some of the other properties yeah. that they're signing with I, I don't see them going away. And so I uh, not financial advice, but uh, I understand the, that Vladimir Putin, while not fan of Bitcoin, is looking into Ecomi for investment for buying new weapons for the uh, country of Russia. This so is lots of fake news. taking place. The, the, uh, the total supply versus the circulating supply, it, it's being burned. So... Keep an eye on it. I don't know if they stay around. I, I actually had a, I made a, made a TikTok the other day with Darth Vader. I don't know if you oh, I put it on Instagram. I did see it. <laughs> and, but it's so awesome. Like he's standing there and then all of a sudden he turns on his lightsaber he, and he uses the force. And it's like, these are really cool animated NFTs. And um, I had a friend message me. He's like, who was dressed up like Darth Vader? I was like, uh, <laughs> nobody was. It was an AR. It was an NFT. Right. Cool because technology uh now let you know there's another country <coughs> excuse me that isn't a big fan of uh people being able to use bitcoin and our correspondent one hung low is with us to discuss the uh the rise in bitcoin right now one are you there i am here that's not chinese it said one I don't know one. Oh, I'm Juan Hong Lo. <laughs> I am Juan Hong Lo. Very My low. parents are, are Mexican and Chinese. I'm Juan Hong Lo. <laughs> that's, that's what sound like you say. So, yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, who, 
I I am something this wrong. This is going to be a train wreck all the way through, folks. Just oh, some, something wrong here. Bitcoin rise above twenty two thousand. Well, now almost twenty five thousand because the Fed raised the inter- interest rates by three quarters of percent. Um, so uh, who knows? Maybe they can stabilize this thing and and breathe life into it for a little bit longer uh, before there's more quantitative easing. Well, it's almost like this. They got to get to the end of Biden's term somehow, like the midterms. The midterms are coming. So it would seem to me that the world, they're going to maybe try to not have the world on fire so much. He is not making it to the end of his term. There is no way he makes it to the end of his term. I don't think he's going to make it to the end of the term. But what I could see them happening is them temporarily, something where they remove him. Kamala becomes the president temporarily. And then what they do is they're going to do what they tried to do. Well, there was one. Who was the, who was the one? It was. um, Yeah. So it, I think it was when when Nixon stepped down and then Ford. Ford president yeah. and then Nelson Rockefeller became the, VI, the VP. He right. wasn't elected. Right. So I could totally see them pulling something where they make Kamala president temporarily and then eh, something happens to her and then the deep states person comes up, right? And the one that they want to win in 2024 becomes the vice president and then becomes president within that last year to give them the edge to try to become the next president. Something along those lines would seem to be some dirty deeds done. Dirty it's, deeds. It'll be it'll be Michael Obama. That's, that's what I uh, predict. <laughs> He'd he make a great president. There's this there's this video. I'll say it like I, I more than this. one. More than one. More than more than one where where Michelle's coming down the stairs and it looks like a big cock is jumping around under her dress as she's going down the stairs. Like I, you're like, whoa, what? Huh? Oh, she wow. was, like, I ain't even that, gonna put anything on that conspiracy because a lot of people are like, oh my god, I it's a conspiracy, but it looks like she's got some jangly nuts hanging up underneath there when she's bouncing down them stairs. And when she was on Ellen, she's doing this little dance, and you can see uh-huh. these little balls popping up. But she was doing the, like something's under there. Like she may be like holding the strap on or something. I don't know. What, I don't know what Barry likes, but you know what? You know what? It's twenty twenty two. Not there's anything wrong with that. It's just like be be straight with us. Tell us what's really going on. Yeah. You know yeah. because because what's her face? Uh, Joan Rivers. She said, "Oh, you know Barack Obama's gay." Michelle's a tranny. Like she said that. That was her exact quote. Every, and she, everybody knows it. She said. And everyone knows it. And then she went to a surgery that was supposed to be just a big elective surgery. And next thing you know, she's dead. She's dead. Right? A, these are these are conspiracies, though. Here, folks, we told you yeah. we might offend in this one. Well, but, uh, here's what's really funny is if you go back um, 20, 30 years, everybody that said back then that we were on a slippery slope uh, was laughed at and scorned. And well, here we are, folks. Guess what? We weren't wrong then and we're not wrong now. So, you know, if that hurts your fifis, well, that as they say, as they say in, in China, that rife. I, I think it's the first time we ever even broached that particular conspiracy on this show i'm i'm past given af so it it doesn't matter so i don't know if this uh this is uh the highest back-to-back rate increase since the 1980s and wow. chairman jerome powell said another unusually large increase could be appropriate at our next meeting so uh of course he they, said they, they literally whenever this in 2020 remember it's like shit was hitting the fan and they just literally 
dumped all the they, they just lowered it all the way down to zero and like well right. what's next they're either going to raise it or they're going to go into negative interest rates what like what's going to happen and now as this quote unquote not a recession quote is you know becoming worse i think we're probably going to get to the point where we're getting to the next great depression and it'll be like okay okay we're officially in a recession no 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 we're in a depression it's a, it's a recession uh, by definition now, but they're saying this is different and it's not. So they're changing the meaning of the word recession. Wait a second. Wait a second. So hold on. There's changing the definition of a recession. So right. they don't really know what a recession is. Right. They can't define a woman anymore. Correct. But yet they can say with 100% certainty that the next booster is going to stop COVID. Right. That is that fair? That that's that's what they say. So uh, some more some more Bitcoin uh, news here from Crypto Potato. I do not know what accent this is, but it is the one that I ended up on. So maybe you know who I am because I do not know who I am. Uh, it kind of a little bit like the guy off of uh, Simpsons who works at the Seven Eleven, but not quite oh, too much. Also, this is Apu now tuning in. Uh, it's, it's like inspired by Apu, not quite inspired. Apu. Cannot be a pool because even the Simpsons went and got woke and canceled Hank Azaria doing a pool from the show because people were offended. Uh, let me tell you something. At this point, if you are the one being offended, uh, you have two choices. You can either keep listening and laugh along with us and be offended, or, or you can re and you can report us. But let me tell you what people who re oh, well, there is third option. The they people, can look, they can even make up dicks. Here's the bottom line, and this is why I'm so fed up with this stuff and why I'm doing this while we're doing this today. Travis didn't know well, he was getting sucked me. in this. You made me. You said this is a fun show. Yeah. We're going to be racist today. Yeah. I'm not being racist. I'm being <laughs> funny. It's called comedy. <laughs> the cultural appropriation. That's, That's right. different. That's not racist. That's, it's, we're just doing voices because we are able to do the voices of the other well, cultures. I'll say this. Like, if you go to, if you speak Spanish without an accent, like you, you don't sound right. Like if you speak Chinese without the Chinese accent, like when you're talking in Chinese, like there's reason there's that these accents are accurate because like it like it's the last food show. If I if I talk like if I did not use an accent with using Russian, you, you're not even going to sound like it's Russian. Like, of course not. So Here, here's what here's what adults do when they don't like what they're listening to. They turn it off. They change the channel. That's what adults do. Emotionally stunted people feel like they need to somehow change the world and stop other people from being free to do what they want. So, you know, how you respond to it is uh, is completely up to you. So Bitcoin did, um, I believe, touch 24,800. Um, so, you know, are we going to hit 25? Is it time to break through 25? It's so funny because... You know, uh, back in November, we were like, it's 69. We're going to go. To, it's going to 100. And now we're talking again about breaking, you know, getting up to 25. Well, I mean, you talked about it earlier. Is it a bear trap? Is it a bull trap? And some people there's there's sort of depending on how far you look back on the chart. I mean, it can be either way. So it's like, are we looking at the daily chart? Are we looking at a much farther pullback? Are we looking at a four hour chart? I mean, you can make an example for either one. I, I always, I kind of think we're in this, Joel. Oh, it's going to hit twenty, almost twenty-five. 
Oh, it's going to hit almost 18. Oh, it's going to hit almost 25. It's going to hit almost 18. And we're probably going to do this for the next 12 months. Would be my guess. I don't think it's going to go that long. You don't I, think really, so? I really don't. But uh, there's a tweet from Michael Vendepop. Uh, he says, while Powell stated that the U.S. is not in a recession, numbers from GDP gave two consecutive quarters of negative growth, meaning that the United States is in a recession. Call it what you want to call it. It is what it is. And we could be in store for bumpier roads ahead. Uh, not a financial advisor again, but I, you know, for me, I want to diversify. I want to make sure I have enough cash and I want to make sure that I've got other investments, that everything's not in crypto, everything's not in the stock market. There's some precious metals um, that, uh, you know, that you can invest in. And there's real estate. Um, there, there's all kinds of things out there. There's all kinds of investment vehicles. And I will just do what previous generations advised to me, and that is to diversify. You see, not putting all in shit coins. Yeah, I'm buying all Shiba, putting all my money on Shiba Inu. All my money on on e I so, mean, you may as well go to Vegas and bet it all on red or black. It is very, you know, it is very gambling ish, right? It's like, and the thing is, what I noticed me personally, how I am, I'm like, oh wow, look at this one. Okay, so I made some money on this one, then I want to, oh look at this token right here, and it's like. And I'll put some over there. Oh, it's going down. Okay, I need to get out of that one. I don't want it to go down too far. Oh, let me get into this other one. Oh, it's going down. It's like, damn, like if I make a good trade, I should put half of it in USDC, leave it and say, yay, I did a win. Leave that alone. Ignore that now, right? But instead, I'm always want to use it for something. Else. Like, oh, look at this one. Here's a great potential shit point. And uh, like once I did that with, with Ecomi, I had a good run on Ecomi, and then I pulled some out, and then I got into LCX when LCX was like, I don't remember what it was. What is 20, that? It's a uh, it's Liechtenstein's crypto exchange, right? And and I got in, and then the but the, the thing is, I got in at a certain price. The price went down like 70 percent. So then I got out, and then the price went up like seven hundred percent. It went all the way up like 50, 60 cents. And it's like, damn, if I'd have stayed in, I would have killed it. But instead, I lost my ass again, and it's just it's just wild. So crypto is like a you gotta gotta have a better strategy, like uh, like Joe said, pull some out. You know, don't be afraid to take profits because profits are good. Have a little bit of uh, set aside for a rainy day because Lord knows it is going to rain. Uh, and so now we're going to go to our correspondence to talk about the lending platform crisis. And I'm going to ask Shlomo Rabinowitz to appropriate my own culture. Hello, this is Shlomo Rabinowitz coming to you from Israel. And apparently we got a problem with the crypto lending platforms, the crisis. You know who I blame? I don't blame the chicken noodle soup. I don't blame your Bobby or your Zadie. I blame the Securities Exchange Commission. This is, uh, according to Pat Toomey, this is what he say about this. He's not, he's not good. Companies could have prevented product offerings, could have adjusted product offerings accordingly, preventing investor losses today and the SEC would have been free to focus enforcement efforts on the worst actors. Uh, so Gary Gensler, he dated that. He said he said that just a, a few days ago and uh, and how they would apply existing security laws to digital assets. And uh, he wrote that. So, you know, I think they're, they're going to be spending a lot of time trying to figure that out. The SEC hasn't properly explained how Howey test applied to crypto lending platforms that paid interest. To, uh, to customers making crypto, DeFi, right? So the SEC hasn't figured out DeFi yet, so they didn't regulate DeFi. And then 
people found some uh, some vulnerabilities in it, right? Namely, BlackRock, Vanguard, they hosed Terra Luna. There was vulnerabilities there. They exploited them. And when there's that's the thing is like when there's no uh, penalties for exploiting things like that, like BlackRock's going to do what BlackRock does. BlackRock wants to make trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars for its overlords and Google who their overlords are, who actually runs BlackRock and Vanguard. And, you know, like they're, they're the top of the food chain, those people. And so they got a huge set of big, big uh, warehouse full of cash money to buy uh, homes uh, as, as the market started tanks here coming up. They're going to buy a lot of single family homes. And who knows what their real plan is, but they're, they're, you have they're, to wonder how many great reset, great reset, how many are Jewish. I don't know. Are they all Jewish? Are they all of my people? Why, why can you not speak with a Jewish accent? Are you afraid of culturally appropriating my people, Sir Travis Lord? Right? Why? I'm, why? I'm letting you, I'm letting you do this one. <laughs> yeah, they can come after me on this one. So, yeah. uh, so we're going to go to the uh, the the social justice warrior accent for uh, for the, <laughs> this story from CNBC that oh my gosh the Elon Musk and Twitter trial is starting Twitter Elon re resist Nazis re <laughs> uh, CNBC they won't let me see this without unblocking my ad blocker ah but it looks as if they are going to face off in Delaware. On October 17th, which is my son's birthday. So my son's 21st birthday, they're going to be doing that. that. Yeah, they do that. And uh, so the social social media site, Twitter, they are suing Musk for pulling out of his uh, $44 billion acquisition. It's the first time Elon Musk has ever actually pulled out. Right. He does have nine children. I don't know if you knew this. Does he? Has nine children, I believe, is the number. <laughs> Somebody heard. hand the man a condom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, you know, you can splooge on the belly. I it mean, maybe or on the back. Oh, my gosh. They All can. right. Now well, I'm offended. That's, that's the most offensive thing in this. Now summer. I'm offended. You know, I love this. I love that he is play- He's smarter than they are. I mean, the people that are running Twitter, they're not that bright. And they hire not that bright people to work there. Uh, he's they- playing 5D chess. I don't know what kind of chest, how many D's are in his chest, but I know that um, they're going to have to go to court and that means discovery is going to happen. Yeah. You're telling me that only 5% of Twitter is bots. No freaking way. And they're going to be able to dig in and they're going to be able to see this information because if, because if it was only 5%, they would prove it, but they haven't been able to prove it. And now discovery is going to happen and he's going to be able to get a lower offer to buy it because their stock's going to go down. This is my prediction. Their stock is going to go down uh, when it's revealed that there's more shenanigans going on there than anybody has possibly known. And he's going to be like, I just got an even better deal. And and the shareholders are going to be like, you better sell the damn thing because you've been lying to us too. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. I'm glad that's what you think. I'm going to actually post a link here uh, in the show notes from uh it's a, from a website called spark toro which is owned by rand fishkin and uh, and basically if you look at this there's an amazing chart on here that shows the percentage of twitter accounts most likely to be fake or spam and it looks at it looks that uh, the fake followers on average is about 19.4 percent <laughs> so that's, that's four they, times and these guys spark toro uh acquired a company called follower wonk 
follower wonk had access to the full Twitter firehose, right? So they were able to pull in data sets and do analysis on this. And yeah, 19%. So, so a lot of times you can actually test this and you can see like when certain social justice warrior accounts are saying certain things, you can copy that tweet and paste it in the search and find hundreds of other people saying exactly the same thing, exact same words, exact same, you know, so these can be proven. You can prove that a lot of these are bots and they're using them to affect a lot of things or they're, they're affecting the culture. They're affecting our divisiveness. They're affecting, you know, uh, election outcomes by potentially fraudulently, you know, putting all those bot power towards one political party or, over the other one, right? And you know they're in San Francisco, so you know which side they lean. And so it's just wild when you take a look at all that, Joel. Mm -hmm. And uh, more Elon Musk news here in the uh, in the show, and that is that we discovered that Tesla earned $64 million in profits by selling 75% of their Bitcoin holdings in the second quarter. And what was super funny about that is the price of Bitcoin dropped on that news. When they had, it was baked in already. They had sold this Bitcoin months ago and they just reported it and just came up publicly. So people and, you know, Bitcoin panic and it dropped from like 22 to 20. Yeah. Uh, it's, people are so ridiculous. They don't well, stop they and read. hold like 11,000 Bitcoin. So yeah. it's not like. They don't have any bitcoins anymore, but like they did have a nice chunk. And I would, I would, I, I guarantee you, there's some people that was in there going, "Re, it's gonna drop to zero. We gotta sell it now. We gotta sell it now." Re, and it's like, and watch, watch in a couple of years when bitcoins over hundred thousand, and be like, "Damn, I guess we probably should have saved those thirty thousand additional bitcoin." Right? I think they needed to add some sort of profits to their balance sheet, and so that's why they they took that sell when they did. Um, but Musk said that he's open, Tesla is open to increasing its crypto holdings in the future. And, and I had somebody, uh, this a couple days ago, ask me what they thought, what I thought of Dogecoin. And I'm like, you know what? Elon has been a huge Doge fan and it will not surprise me. I can't say this will happen, but it will not surprise me if Doge becomes a currency that they will accept in the future for, you know, Tesla's or for trips to, uh, to Mars. I just, it would not surprise me. Oh, man, you know they're going to do trips to the moon, probably, if they can get through that van. Dogecoin on the moon. Yeah, that, what was it, the uh, the uh, Van Nuys radiation belt or something? There's some big radiation belt back out there. But if you can get past through that and go to the moon, paying it with Doge, like, man, I remember I remember when Doge came out. Because, I mean, I've been paying attention to this, and the thing was like point zero 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 zero. I don't even remember how many zeros. And to see that thing actually get to a penny, blows me away right. and to see it now at how many pennies eight cents or nine cents? i don't even know what it is today but it's so crazy how far that thing has come and it just it's a kick to my ass that i didn't just buy a whole bunch of it just because like oh man this thing goes up even a lot it's gonna be i i there was a there was a part of my brain that was like oh i know this is gonna go up but then i just didn't do it because i was like it was stupid and so but should, the same thing with that shiba i didn't have i saw when it came out i'm like oh man another one of these shitty things and then it just went crazy. And I'm like, well, why, why didn't I put $1,000 in when I saw it? Sometimes I sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So then I end up getting into really stupid coins because, I, oh, this one's going to go too. It's Elon's left nut token. Yeah, it's totally going to go. <laughs> and now checking in with our French correspondents, uh, Francois, hello, this is Louis. Hello, Louis, how are you? Ah, bonjour, bonjour. Comment allez-vous, monsieur? 
Ah, I don't really speak French language very much. But, you, just, uh, you just reply with a do de suis, de bout de soir, and it sounds authentic. Another story from CNBC, Monsieur, nearly 75%, now I don't know what I'm doing now, of retailers plan to accept cryptocurrency payments within the next two years. Oh, this whoa, is, whoa, 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 say that again? So nearly 75% of retailers plan to accept cryptocurrency payments within the next two years. This is a report um, that was released in June, uh, a survey that was released in June by Deloitte. They sampled 2,000 senior executives from the retail industry <laughs> who ah. represent a range of subsectors, including cosmetics, electronics, fashion, transportation, food, and beverage. They all know. They mm -hmm. all know that you can't avoid this. You cannot stop. This is a boulder rolling down the hill that cannot be stopped. Bitcoin is unstoppable money, gang. Decentralized. I just put the PDF in the show notes, folks. So you can actually go in and take a look at that and see what's up. Uh, it's a 20-page PDF. I'm going to actually go through it and read this thing. Uh, they worked with collaboration uh, with PayPal to do this merchants getting ready for crypto merchant adoption of digital currency uh, payments survey. And it's going to go through and talk about all these different things with the questions they asked methodologies of that. And so when you think that 75% of businesses now are considering crypto, you know, it's, this is a rolling boulder downhill at this point, right? I mean, you can't stop it at this point. Like crypto is on its way. Full on. Full stop. No stopping. Okay. That's basically Coindesk.com. Schwab. Schwab's a good, uh, what, Austrian or German name? Something like this, probably. It's probably Leopold. Hello, Leopold. Could you perhaps report to us on this story on Coindesk about Charles Schwab? I have this accent like this. I'm talking like this. And my name is Leopold. What kind of oh. name is this? This is Le sort of like Dirk. Are we like Dirk now? No, let's pretend we are Dirk from Upland, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Schwab Asset Management to list crypto ETF on New York Stock Exchange, Joel. Very good. You know, I was at Stock it Exchange. Would be Joel in this accent, I believe. We, um, uh, so uh, former producer Aaron and I were on the uh, the floor of the New York Stock Exchange during NFT NYC. There was a, uh, a party that was held there. We got to walk around after hours and have some drinks on the floor and then go to their uh, little banquet halls. And, uh, and that was kind of fun. But another crypto ETF um, is going to be coming. We don't know when the stuff's going to get approved, but it's going to trade under the sticker STCE. And um, here it comes. Unlike ETFs that track a basket of digital assets, Schwabsville provides investors with exposure to companies that may benefit from the development or utilization of the cryptocurrencies. You kind so, of sound like Dr. Evil now. Dr. Yeah, perhaps like Dr. Evil and Petty's sure. little Dr. white kitty. Uh, well, when I think... What is Klaus Klaus Schwab, right? He's, oh, no. he's Schwab joins BlackRock and Fidelity mm -hmm. uh, to release crypto-related exchange-traded projects this these products this year. So you know when BlackRock releases a crypto-traded ETF, they are going to have the power to manipulate the price of Bitcoin and crypto whenever they want. Yeah, that's where we're it's, heading. It's I know the dog financial being able to manipulate any financial instrument anywhere in the world at any time 
Correct. It's because we see the benefits now of taking control of the cryptocurrencies, even though Bitcoin's unstoppable money, we too are unstoppable and we will do the ETFs and you will like it. We are unstoppable domains. Uh, uh, By the way, that's another unicorn right now. Unstoppable domains raised something like $60 million with a billion dollar valuation. We had those guys on the show years ago. Um, and they truly are unstoppable. So congratulations to yeah. them. I mean, look, look at this. We'll give you a domain for being on the show. And then like, yeah, we want bad.crypto. Oh, sorry, we can't give no, you that. That was premium. They want $2,000 for that. So um, unstoppable domains. Now what we would call a crypto unicorn. ENS, uh, Ethereum name service is huge. Tons of trading done on ENS names. What other um, services and sites are offering these types of names i think if you do the math on this and look at uh what others are, are in this area it could be that that is where the next big play is going to be because they're not alone in this in fact i came across there was one i know of that i saw the other day and i'm scrolling through my twitters to see if i can locate it because it's not is not coming to my very feeble brain at the moment but if I look at my Twitters, which is shadow banned, then perhaps I can find it right here somewhere in the thing. I cannot find it. Do you know? It's not findable. I do not know. I do not know on which you reference, but while you are looking for what you are looking for, uh, Coinbase has some challenges here with the SEC as they list nine of the crypto tokens as securities following Coinbase insider trading charges. And the SEC has arrested a former Coinbase employee with wire fraud. Uh -oh. And in the complaint, they mentioned nine tokens, and they say they are all securities. They are AMP, RLY, DDX, XYO, RGT, LCX, which I was talking about earlier, Power. That's an early one that we, we talked with POWR really early mm -hmm. on. Power Ledger. And C and KROM. So those are the ones that they think that uh, those are all uh, in connection to alleged insider trading, they say that fraud is fraud, whether it occurs on the blockchain or on Wall Street. And wow. So but Coinbase, they say there's some different stuff going on on that. They have their own story. So most likely we're going to see a court case in the future. Mm -hmm. I, was I think Coinbase uh, took a beating too. their stock took a beating. I, I have remembered so Lord Travis, right? Of course, it's NFT.com, right? Think about that. NFT.com, these guys own the premier domain. And those who hold founders keys like us were able to register names. So, for example, I own NFT.com forward slash business. I'm just going to hodl the hell out of that because it, it's these guys to mess up, right? This is Jordan Freed, uh, formerly of Hedera Hashgraph and, and his team over there. I don't know how you mess up owning NFT.com and turning it into premier marketplaces, but uh, I'm not, again, not financial advice, but I have some um, names over there and you might just want to look at it and think about it, noodle on it, see what happens. Noodle on that shit. Um, wait a second. Did you hear that there was a uh, a data breach with Celsius? Tell me about the debt. Oh, yeah. Customer.io. So uh, even on that news, Celsius went up. What the hell? Yeah. Customer.io, uh, they admitted that Celsius data has been exposed in the same breach as OpenSea. And so one pissed off customer had access to these two mailing lists. 
And um, so their employees basically access the list of, of uh, clients from Celsius and from OpenSea, and they transfer that data to a third party. That person should get their ass beaten to a pulp. Now, I don't know. I'm going to put this in the show notes, but there is a, there's a tweet about why you do not steal a car in Mexico. And um, basically, one cop will come up, wrap your arms back behind your back, lift you and hold you, while another one spanks your ass with this huge paddle like he's freaking, <laughs> like, like he's a Pujols out there trying to smack a home run. And he's just beating this guy's ass because he's trying to steal a car. Like, if you do stuff like this and you get caught with that, not only should you go to prison, but first you should get your ass beat. Right. And like, I guess I guarantee them, all right, I'll go to prison, but they don't want their ass beat like that. I guarantee you they don't want their ass beat like that. Like when I was a kid, I was in school, like they actually would, would paddle our asses if we misbehave. And I was always having inappropriate behavior, right? Unacceptable behavior, Travis, unacceptable. I got so many swats and it was horrible. And so, but it's like that dude, they, they will deter a little bit. And I was just like, Oh my God, like, don't do horrible shit like this. There's so many soy boy people in the world now that are just we're like, oh, you hurt my feelings, so I'm going to destroy your whole fucking business. Like, what a brat. Like, what an asshole. And that person needs to get prison and needs to get a super paddle. It's like, people. It, it, this is this is what absent fatherhood has led to in our country. People don't, you know, they don't have a moral compass anymore they're being taught that they could do whatever they want to do and yeah you could do what you want to do but there's consequences and right. uh, and we need to have consequences for uh for this kind of behavior all right moving on with the news uh project guggenheim the cio scott minard thinks that crypto will deflate further warning investors to be utterly careful when dealing with it he says the uh, crypto crash will flush out the bad projects well of course it will of course, the bad projects, you know, are going to be flushed out during this uh, this market. And he also says that there's a reason investors should, quote, take some money off the table. I wonder where else that's been said. I've never heard anybody say it <clears throat> before. Ever. But earlier this month, former managing director at BlackRock, Edward Dowd, he'd also said comparison between the current crypto winter and the dot-com bubble that happened back in 2000. You know, early 2000, late, late 1999, 2000. I think it's very similar. We've talked about that as well. And what we've said, what I know Joel has said, and what I have said is who are going to be the Ebays or the Amazons or the Googles of that? That's going to be around five, 10 years from now. If you think long-term like that and say, you know what? Okay. You want to play crypto gambling. Okay. Good, good, good on you. But Put 50% of your assets in these big projects that you know are going to be around, right? Bitcoin's going to be around most likely. If Bitcoin's not around, we're all fucked anyway, right? So put some in Bitcoin, some in Ethereum most likely, because this new merge could potentially do some big... We, a lot of people are talking about a potential flippening, like when it, if once that happens. We'll see. Who knows? Polkadot, right? Some other ones like that. Uh, you know, Polygon's doing stuff with Disney, like... It seems to me like some of these bigger projects like that, these L1s that are going to be around down the road, probably decent. I'm not financial advice, but I'm just thinking it through, thinking out loud. It's like those are going to be ones that are probably going to be around down the road. Uh, yeah, I think we've said not financial advice probably half a dozen times. So in case you guys don't know, 
We're not financial advisors. We are crypto medians. We're here for lols and for infotainment because we love the crypto space and we like to have a good time. And I say, Clive, if we go across the pond, you know, Boris Johnson is about to be out on his bum. And the Conservative Party, which is the leading party in Parliament over here in the UK, is going to decide between two candidates, Rishi Sunak and Liza Truss, to be the next party leader leader both of them have made pro crypto statements what do you think about that clive well i also would think of this uh, so is that both of them also happen to be world economic young global leaders so regardless we're going to get fucked one way or the other but <laughs> even if they like crypto they don't like crypto it's going to not be good so the brits are going to get brexited <laughs> in the every brits orifice are going to get it in the bum regardless they like it or whether they don't like it and many of them like it there you go. Uh, but Bitcoin is spreading, not like a virus, but like something beautiful, kind of the way that clouds, you know, form across the sky. And now there's a story here on Coindesk about athletes taking compensation in Bitcoin and more and more of them. There's a chart here that names uh, many of the people, of course, Spencer Didwitty was among the first back in January of 2020. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Clay Thompson, uh, Danielle Moynet, uh, Alex Barrett, uh, Lunia Penario, the first female UFC fighter and first Latin American athlete to receive her paycheck in Bitcoin. And uh, apparently from just a few days ago, the New York Yankees announced that um, portions of paychecks can be converted to Bitcoin. And of course, you know, we got to go to New York and get, talk to our, one of our correspondents there to talk about that. You know, if you're up there in in, uh, in New York and you want to get some Bitcoin from your paycheck and you hit the balls, you can do that. And, you know, another one, the number one draft pick last year, Trevor Lawrence, he put most of his signing bonus, if not all of it, into crypto in May of 2021. And so that was worth $24 million at the time in May of 2021. I don't know how much it would have gotten up to at a certain point, but he was actually partnering up with Blockfolio, which I believe isn't a Blockfolio part of FTX now. Uh, yes, that is correct. Yeah, I didn't get a bada-bing, bada-boom out of you, though. Bada-bing, bada-boom. But I was like, it's just a crazy. You got a four-year, $37 million contract, $24 million signing bonus, and put it into crypto. But my God, let's hope and make sure that um, you're able to get some of that out because uh, I guarantee you it would be much better to have some of that taken out as crypto has gone up, crypto has gone down. I don't even know if the price of Bitcoin was back in May of 2021. I can actually probably go and find that, though. You know, it's really funny when you think about this country and how diverse the, uh, the, the Americans, English-speaking people are. Depending where you are in this country, your your dialect can be so unique. You know, New York is one thing. I'm Midwestern, which we'd like to say we have no accent. But of course, we do, especially if you're from Chicago. You know, if you're from Chicago, then you definitely have an accent. But the people there don't think they do. The Bears. Oh, shit, Joel. What's that? So what, you put all this money into Bitcoin when Bitcoin was at $53,000. Oh, wow. Oof, that's painful. He that is probably. Downer, but actually... And then it did that, and then it went down down to thirty two thousand or whatever. It went down to thirty two thousand per Bitcoin, and then it went back up to sixty nine thousand. So he had an opportunity to make a profit. Hopefully, he pulled some out at the right time. Yeah, or he's hodling for the long haul, and we'll yeah. have the last laugh. Yeah, because you don't you don't lose any money unless you've sold it. This so, is true. 
I have, I have heard that this is actually a thing. Uh, so we have a bunch of stories left, but we're running long on time. So I'm going to skip this one here about Vitalik. And you guys can go to our show notes for this episode and check out all of the links to all of the stories at badco.in forward slash six two six. You could replay all the offensive goodness. This is important, though. The Ethereum merge is coming up. And this is why I think Ethereum is is popping up. You know, just a couple months ago, we saw it go under $1,000. Today, it is at about $1,730. And the merge that is coming shortly is going to um, be the beginning of proof of stake consensus algorithm Ethereum. In, in other words, say bye-bye to the high gas fees. Yeah, and oh, by the way, just while we've been doing this show, Bitcoin was at twenty four thousand five hundred and twenty eight. Now it's at twenty three thousand nine hundred. Did we so do that? Bitcoin's dead again, guys. Sorry. Oh, it's over again. Yeah. Market cap dominance under forty percent, down to thirty nine point nine nine percent. The the dream is over. So when the merge happens, uh, no history of the chain will be lost, and there'll be no more mining of mm -hmm. ETH. So this is anybody who's you know been making a living off of mining Ethereum and enjoying those ridiculous gas fees, um, that golden goose will not be laying any more eggs. Mm. That's gonna, that's going to make some miners sad, I believe. So, and the Beacon Chain is Ethereum 2.0's processing engine. That's the cornerstone of Ethereum 2.0's architecture. Uh, it's going to exist as a separate blockchain to the ETH network and runs in parallel. And um, we should have some people on that come and talk about that as it becomes closer, because, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it's I mean, it's already been up. They've been testing it. Uh, it's been doing its thing, but they've not merged it yet. And so it's going to be wild. I'd really like to to uh, have somebody on. Sure. Who this to chat with them about let's that. find somebody and there are five stages to this shift the first is called the merge and then the second is called the surge followed by the verge the purge and the splurge i kid you not i don't understand the tech uh, and definitely would need somebody to explain it all to me. But on the uh, CryptoPotato.com website that is linked in the show notes, you will see an infographic that charts all of these different changes that are going to take place and explains them um, just a little bit. So we will be watching that the is merge. Not a joke. It actually is the merge, the surge, the verge, the purge, and the splurge. That is real. But there's no splooge. There's it, it ends at the splurge with with no splooge uh, sandbox, which, of course, is one of the biggest players in the metaverse landscape, has moved to Polygon about time uh, because you know, and then again, who knows, after the merge, maybe they won't have need needed to do that. I don't know if um, it, it's cost effective uh, to be on Polygon after the merge takes place, but they will be bridging land and sand on um ethereum to polygon now that right there it's like it's one of those things i like polygon but then i look at polygon and it's like look at the the crypto projects historically that have been on polygon um you know the big nft projects are always still on ethereum so it's like polygon in some cases had been looked at as a redhead stepchild i don't think that's going to be the case moving forward so much with sandbox coming over and with disney coming over look at these projects that are moving over to polygon folks that's why polygon over the course of the last two weeks, 
Matt, if you go and look at go and look up Matic and go take it's the number 12 crypto in the space, it's 95 cents right now. And you know, if you look at its all-time high, let's go ahead and look back the whole year. Its all-time high was almost three dollars. So it was like 288. So comparatively speaking, it's not down nearly as much. It's only down 67% from its all-time high compared to a lot of other projects, right? So they got some good stuff going, they're building, and they're on a serious upward trend. If you look at their last year, and you see from about the 17th of June over the last six weeks, Matic was 40 cents, right? And so here we are now, Matic's a dollar. So it's on its way up. Like, that's good news. That is good news. And we talked about Dogecoin a little bit earlier, and turns out we have a Doge story in here. There's this link on Coinpedia that talks about crazy Doge adoption stories. And we go to our Doge reporter in the field, Rufus, and he says, I'll translate. Wait a second. This is from July 28, 2001. It's a year old. So what? Okay. Brazil's Burger King now accepts Dogecoin. Yeah, a year ago. Yeah. And a Utah man offered a 10% discount on his house for payment in Dogecoin. Yeah, a year ago. A year ago. It takes time for dogs to translate. Well, it does take time for us to sometimes find the right articles. It's good. But there's a lot of really good stuff. Coinpedia.org. I need to add that to my list. There's all kinds of interesting articles up on this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one here is about creating safe and inclusive adult platforms. So we go to our correspondent, John Hughes, <laughs> in the field. To, John Holmes. John Holmes. John Holmes. Not John Hughes was the fil the, the good filmmaker. Yeah. Like, John, he made... Holmes the, John Holmes is the guy with a gin ginormous schlong <laughs> in the 70s. He was like soup. He banged all the 70s porn chicka, chicka, bow, bow, I think he died bow. of AIDS. What a surprise. Uh, yeah, shocker. Yeah. It, would, it would have been monkeypox if not you that. You know, there's the metaverse where adults come to play. So almost like meta orgies, I guess, right? So it's like Pleasure Network is demonstrating uh, a series of safe and inclusive adult power uh, platforms powered by the Pleasure Coin. Uh, the Pleasure Coin is NSFW. So with the NSFW, not safe for work token, they can be compensated for their content without risk of a chargeback. So that's one thing that's a problem, I guess. And and these oh, people buy the content. Oh, I didn't actually do that, and then they get their money back uh, and charge back on the credit card. Not awesome. Can't do that with crypto. But there's a pleasure coin being designed as an ERC twenty token. It's going to allow creators and users to transact freely. Uh, so I guess it's sort of like an OnlyFans, but a crypto version kind of metaverse orgy thing. I don't know, but. It seems to me that sex is uh, on its way in this space, right? And I know Playboy's launching a sandbox metaverse as well. Uh, sex is normally a big driver of technologies, but it really hasn't been a big driver of crypto so far, you know? Well, you know, if there are, uh, if there is a preponderance of NFTs out there, you don't see it on OpenSea. I don't know where the markets are for porn NFTs. I'm sure they exist. You're uh -huh. just not going to see them on the mainstream marketplaces. I mean, there's there's tastefully done uh, nudity um, on OpenSea, and there are actually NFTs, stupid pixel, you know, boobies out there. But I would assume that there's are actual they like titty punks. Yeah, it's it's this it's just stupid stuff. Pixel titties, that's good. You yeah. know, I, 
I own nftitties.com. Pixel and, boobies. Do you really? Uh, yeah, I own nftitties.com and nftits. <laughs> I own a bunch of the porn ones just because I know somebody's going to want to buy them. Somebody gave me an offer for $2,500 for nftitties uh, not long ago. But uh, I held them. I held the nftitties still. I You're holding those nftitties? I'm holding those nftitties. <laughs> With I'm like, both hands? Yeah, but actually, it's kind of I'm cupping them in both hands, and then I'm kind of pinching the nipples of those. Yes. Things. <laughs> and there goes our there goes our last female listener. So, uh, and now NFTs. It was so funny. Be like, how do you have all these domains? Like, well, we saw NFTs really early, and then I'm a pervert. So, what do you expect? NFTs. We. I remember the first time we cracked up about NFTs. I I think it was during a show when we first. Said, I was like, oh my god, NFTs. That's funny. I still makes me laugh every time. Uh, so this next story here from Cointelegraph is titled Up in Smoke, which remake, makes me think of Cheech and Chong. So yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Artist Damien Hurst, like, man, he's going to burn 4,851 paintings in his NFT project, dude. Wow. That's gnarly. Like, <laughs> It's like the living, richest living artist in the United Kingdom, bro. He's going to burn them. He's going to torch them. They're going to go on fire, man. Wow. Bernie's, what? I wonder if he's going to smoke them or what. Uh, he's, so he, he's, he's 57. Over. He's, he's like. to burn them. 5,149 physicals and 4,851 NFTs. So he's got to burn. 4,000, but they're not that sexy. They're just like stupid polka dots. And like, dots <laughs> art, art critic, the richest artist for just drawing fucking dots. Art fuck? critic, Travis Wright says they're just fucking fuck dots. These dots. Fuck these dots, folks. If you're buying these fucking dots, you're dumb. Okay. You're fucking stupid. Give your money to charity and quit buying stupid fucking dots. That same could be said about NFTs, though. That's what well, that's what the NFT haters say. Uh, last know, actually, story I've been, here. I've been liquidating some NFTs right now because I think I was like, I'd rather have some of this stuff as ETH. And so I was like, all right, I can sell this one. I'm gonna sell this one. All right, so I'm just selling. I, do I really care about this one? No, I really don't. So I just kind of get rid of some NFTs that I don't want to convert those back to ETH because if ETH does the merge and the splurge and the purge and the verge and the nerge and the turds, then uh, I need I want to have more of it. Okay, uh, we have one final story before we're done. Offending or making you laugh, or perhaps both. What accent have we not uh, offended with so far today? Well, we haven't done an Aussie accent at all. An Aussie accent? Put uh, another prawn on the Barbie, then. Do it. This is the Minecraft story. So Minecraft came out, uh, uh, the, the owners of Minecraft, which is now Microsoft and Mojang Studios, the company that was purchased by them. And they basically said that uh, NFTs are banned from being used in Minecraft. And there's several, uh, at least two, NFT Worlds, which was super big on Ethereum, and uh, the Uplift World on Wax, which had built upon Minecraft. And NFTs were a big part of uh, uh, of their plan. Well, Yatsu of Animoca has come out and said that this is, this is hypocritical. He says they didn't cite evidence. They didn't even correctly point out what NFTs are, nor did they talk to NFT Worlds worlds or the uplift world about what they were doing and and i think it's true i think that you know they're trying to have a walled garden and that there are those who are going to find ways to get around the ban yeah i mean if you go and look at it and you see what they're saying about it they they basically love their centralized pool and they want to do their thing their way right so that's that, that's what they're going to do and one thing every time i hear every time i hear microsoft i just think 
Microsoft. That's like the two worst things you'd want to be called if you were a penis. <laughs> Otherwise known as Mr. Softy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your penis is micro and it's soft. It's not Bill, even a hard. Bill Gates. People talk about Bill Gates like he's some sort of savior of the world. Nobody elected him to do anything. And he's talking about, you know, uh, how we're going to live in the future. Like, who the hell is this guy just because he's got a lot of money? Well, he, he named the company after a small micro penis. And uh, he says, you know what? I'm going to call this Microsoft and I'm going to make a lot of money from my small micro penis. And then I'm going to buy all the farmland and then I'm going to make this impossible meat. And then I'm going to make everyone be vaccinated and I'm going to conquer the world. <laughs> I'll show you with my micro penis. So I just pulled up the Twitters before we're done today. The president account POTUS has tweeted, folks, today I tested positive for COVID again. This happens with a small minority of folks. No, it happens with a lot of folks. I've got no symptoms, but I'm going to isolate for the safety of everyone around me. I'm still at work and we'll be back on the road soon and not answer any questions from the media because I'm an old man and I don't know where I am most of the time. Did you see that video the other day that was posted so by a weird his his uh, he didn't blink. He didn't blink. It was just like it was like it was clearly a deep fake video. And you look at it, what it, what's interesting is not what he says. Just mute it and watch him. And you go, what the hell is this? Like he, he looked like a, a deep fake robot. And then you watch him with this other video that he just put up uh, yesterday. He's, he blinks like every two seconds he's blinking. So it's like, that's clearly him. The other dude was a, a total fake. Why would the Democrats on the official Twitter send out an obvious fake video of the president? Like, obviously. I guess I answered my I, own question. I, I don't I know. I don't know. There's weirdness happening in the world right now. And if you're not aware stupid. of it. I really think they think we're stupid. Yeah. Uh, we are not. We're just somewhat stupid, but not totally stupid. stupid. Moderately stupid. Hey, and thanks you for participating on my rant online about the, uh, uh, you know, the circumcision thing. Because I was like, it's so weird when you're born. The first thing is like, hey, let's cut their dick. And like, and I tweeted about that because I was just like, you know what? Like, this seems like a thing that should like, social justice warriors should be like, yeah, stop cutting babies' dicks. Like, but it's not. It's just a weird thing. What? And I need that foreskin for future girth, right? So why did they why did they cut that? They didn't ask me. I didn't have to say maybe I identify as someone who wanted to keep my girl. Go, go go back to the doctor and see if they still have it that they can give you could paste it no, back. They on. Ate it. No, they ate it. Oh, stop. You know that shit? stop. Have you seen it? No, dude, they do. They take it, they lick their fingers and stuff. Like it's weird. I don't know what happens with this brisk thing that happens, but it's like it's a bizarre, weird thing, and I think it's like an old. They don't eat it. They don't eat it. It's not like a dessert. I know they don't or... eat it, but they do lick the blood off the bread on their salad. Like, it's weird shit. like it's just weird to me. Okay. I know it's a religious thing. And it's it's good because it's in the religious thing, but like it's still fucking weird. <laughs> and this is why we are the bad crypto podcast. I offended, we offended most everyone now. I, I hope so. That. I hope so. Did I offend you? We offend. We didn't offend midgets yet. So I think maybe you just did because you're supposed okay, to okay, call good. them sp not small, small people, vertically challenged right. people, not dwarves or maybe dwarves, not midgets. Midgets is politically Trump, incorrect. Trump retard midgets. We got everybody now. <laughs> Check. <laughs> hey, if been we really good today and staying back. <laughs>
if we didn't get you, then write us, badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you weren't offended so that we can get you on the next round. And uh, just going to end the show. Just going to end it. Going to end it all right now. Until next time. Stay back. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. I don't know what I was thinking. That was my demonic voice. Did you just offend the demons? I just offended the demons. Screw you, Satan! Satan! Moloch, suck my cock, Moloch. That's how I feel about you and your demonic debauchery. You're, you've got to change your evil ways, Satan. <laughs> no more sacrificial kids for you.